You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee. And once again, I truly thank you for spending just a little bit of your time with me. So let's get right to it. A convicted felon barred from having contact with his newlywed wife in a domestic violence case is accused of fatally shooting her as she tried to flee through a window of their Michigan home a day after she filed for divorce. Marcus Lofton, 42, faces an open murder charge and firearm violations in the death of his wife, Alicia Lofton, 38. Marcus Lofton, whose convictions for firearms and drugs date back to 2000, was held at the Kent County Jail without bail. He was set to appear in court again on September 5th. So right now, today is the 15th, so 10 years ago, uh, he was set to appear in court again. An affidavit obtained by Fox 17 outlines the allegations and his alleged statements to police in which he allegedly admits shooting her after an argument. Grand Rapids police responded to the 400 block of Adams Street Southeast on a report of the sound of gunshots. A second call came in a minute later reporting an unresponsive female nearby next to 1411 Union Avenue Southeast and Grand Rapids, which was nearby the document said. The victim was found on the ground just north of the house with numerous fatal gunshot wounds to the head and body. A neighbor told police he heard arguing before the gunshots and saw a black male leaving in a maroon SUV. Marcus Lofton was quickly identified and arrested. He drove a similar vehicle and had earlier domestic violence incidents, the affidavit said. At the police station, he allegedly told investigators she had served him divorce papers a day earlier and was selling the house. During an argument, He grabbed her Glock pistol from a drawer, her Glock, not his, but hers, and said he tried to hit her with it when it went off. Hmm. Now, this is in documents uh, that uh, Fox uh, received uh, about the incident. When she went into a bedroom and locked the door, 
he allegedly told investigators he forced it open and shot her numerous times as she was climbing out a window. So you meant to kill her. Marcus stated he shot Alicia numerous times before he fled in his maroon SUV, police wrote in the affidavit. It was unclear whether he had had an attorney. The couple married in February. In May, he was arrested for domestic violence against her. One of the conditions of his release on bond was that he had no contact with his wife. She leaves behind three children, a daughter in college, a son about to start college, and a daughter in high school. Now, it's unclear whether or not any of these kids were his. Uh, it just says that they were uh, her kids. Her brother, Faustino Garcia, told Fox 17, the children are trying to cope as best they can. He says it's an unfortunate event and it's unfortunate timing because they have to start school soon. It's a lot for them to take in. My oldest niece, he says, is graduating college next year. Her mom will not be there to see it. She's going to be looking in the crowd to see her mom. It's going to suck that my nephew is going to Grand Valley for his first year, and he's looking for his mom to be there. It's going to suck for my youngest niece who's in high school, who's not going to have a mom to help her pick out her prom dress. Briefly shed some light on domestic violence, Garcia added. I know it's tough for a lot of women to speak out, but just speak on it. Now, here is the part that I really want to talk about today. Allegedly, but multiple sources are saying that all of this happened because the wife found out that her husband was D.L., and was sleeping with another man. Now, I don't claim to know his mindset. I don't claim to know what he was thinking. But I would say that he probably wanted to silence her. That he didn't want anyone else to know about his alternative lifestyle. It probably wasn't just about getting a divorce. It probably wasn't just about selling the house. But I'm willing to bet you 
that it was more so about her revealing his secret. Now, for those of you who don't know about this DL, it stands for down low. The term first came on the scene in the late 90s and early 2000s. Wikipedia says this, down low is an African-American slang term specifically used within the African-American community that typically refers to a sexual subculture of black men who usually identify as heterosexual but actively seek sexual encounters and relations with other men. It goes on to say they generally avoid disclosing their same-sex sexual activities, even if they have female sexual partners or they are married to a woman. They generally avoid disclosing their same-sex activities. And that's really what I want to talk about. The term is also used to refer to a related sexual identity. So instead of being homosexual or bisexual, or they, they, uh, they say DL. Down low is an alternative to perceived norms about masculine attributes, attitudes, and behavior. In the summer of 2003, the Village Voice contributing writer and NYU professor Jason King published Remixing the Closet, the down-low way of knowledge in the newspaper's June 2003 queer issue, a controversial op-ed piece that questioned the relationship between HIV-AIDS and men on the down-low. The article was the first mainstream piece to openly criticize negative mainstream media deceptions of down-low black men and evaluated the down-low phenomenon from a different perspective. So this guy... He was challenging the the negative perception of it. King argued that the use of the term down low was a way for many African-American men to admit to having sex with other men without necessarily identifying as gay in the traditional sense. Now, I'm going to say something that's not going to surprise you you guys because I say it all the time. I have no issue with how a person decides to live their life. I will say this for the probably hundredth time, even the sovereign God of the universe, the creator of all things, gives all of us a choice. 
Now, he tells us how we should live, but he doesn't force us. And if anyone, with the snap of a finger, the utterance of a word, the blink of an eye, if anybody can, can change us to make us live the way he wants us to live, he can, but he doesn't. If you go back to one of the stories in the Bible with the prophet Elijah, he told the children of Israel, choose you this day. If God be God, serve him. If Baal be God, serve him. But you have a choice and we have a choice as well. I can even understand people rejecting labels. You know, people saying, you know, uh, you know, don't label me this or don't label me that or or don't put me in a box. You hear you hear sometimes a lot of uh, singers say that a lot of recording artists, a lot of actors say, you know, don't label me one thing. Don't don't put me in a box. But I'm going to say this. You can put lipstick on a pig but it will still be a pig with lipstick. The Bible says that a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. You can call yourself what you want, but how you living? Honestly, I wish more people would keep their business to themselves. I don't care who you're sleeping with. I think people tell too much of their business. Y'all, y'all know I say this. I'm on social media. People put all of their business on social media. I'm here. I'm there. Oh, I'm in the hospital. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it's just no way. Kim, Kim Kardashian, I bet you she won't do that again, posting where she is when she was in Paris. Because you know they came in and stole and stole all of the, all that jewelry, held her up. I think they even tied her up. Folks, stop putting all your business on Facebook. Stop telling all your business. Because people don't really care. Stay out of my bedroom and I'll stay out of yours. Whatever you call yourself, have the courage to live your truth. Don't bring other people into your mess unless you are going to be honest and truthful. Now, this is just my opinion. This is just the way I see it. You don't have to see it my way. Don't have these women out here thinking that you are straight and you are still sleeping with men. Every day I go on social media, somebody has come out of the closet. It is the thing to do now. I saw something the other day where an 80-year-old man came out of the closet. Now, you've been in the closet for 80 years, my land. 
You don't even have to be in the closet anymore. As a matter of fact, I honestly think that some people are doing it just because it's the thing to do now. I bet you anything that some of the people who have come out and especially as bisexual are not even bisexual. Some people just have to follow the crowd. Go back and listen to my show I did a couple of weeks ago about queer baiting. Now, these are mostly guys who are pretending to be gay so that gay men will pay for their sexual content online. For instance, like OnlyFans or other websites or, or some of them even have uh Uh, personal websites and they are pretending to be gay to get money from gay men. They are not gay at all, but they know that gay men will pay to see their nude videos and photos. Go back and listen to queer baiting. The DL lifestyle has been said to be one of the main reasons why there was such a spike in HIV infections among straight women. Their DL husbands and boyfriends or partners or who, whatever were sleeping with men, contracting HIV and bringing it home to their wives and girlfriends. And that is not right. All I'm saying is is that if you're going to do it, be honest about it. Let her make the decision. Live out loud. And if you can't live out loud, then maybe you shouldn't be living that way at all. If you've got to keep hiding. People are in all kinds of unconventional relationships these days. I talk about this, uh, this guy that I used to work with many, many, many years ago. And um, I don't even know how we even got on this conversation, but he told me he was married. And he told me that he and his wife were bisexual. And that they had an understanding that she could sleep with women and he could sleep with men. Now, she couldn't sleep with another man and he couldn't sleep with another woman, but they were free to sleep with, you know, the same sex. Now, I'm not promoting anything. I'm not promoting any kind of lifestyle. People are going to live the way they want to live. I'm not promoting anything. But what I'm trying to say is that it is not as taboo as it used to be. Now, I'm also not talking about going out here and telling everyone your business. Lord knows I'm not talking about that. You know, a lot of people I remember, oh God, many, many years ago, the tennis star, uh, Martina Navatilova. I remember I was listening to her 
uh, she did some type of interview and she said all famous people should come out. And I just remember thinking to myself, why should all famous people come out? Just because you thought that that was right for you. But there are some people, they're not really hiding. They just don't think it's other people's business. What I'm saying is that if you have met someone and you think it may lead to something permanent, it's a good idea to be honest. Don't let that person get into something and and believe that they are in something that is not true. That's a terrible way to live. You just may be surprised what a little honesty can do. This lady lost her life. Husband shot her dead because she found out that he was living an alternative lifestyle. She undoubtedly thought her husband was straight. Only in to women. You can call yourself what you want. Only in to women. But he was not. And it's a tragedy. And I'm praying for her family. Be honest, people. Live out loud. Live your truth. Be honest. Well, that's my show. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.